we can just appreciate that we have the capacity to be or feel or have those experiences at any given time. The moment you're appreciative of where you're at is where something else becomes available. Welcome to the Personal Development Without the Fluff podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. Look, if you believe that there's got to be more to life or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever. I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? That one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, that's perfect. Because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our personal development without the fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. Hello, my friends. So today's iTunes review comes to us from No Moat Ads. He writes or she writes, gets to the root cause of our situation. After years of looking outside for an answer to fix my problem, I believe I have found what I was looking for. Something that would stop treating the symptoms, problems I was experiencing and get to the root cause of why I was experiencing it. This is not a band-aid approach. Rather, it will leave you feeling empowered and worthy. No moat ads. Thank you so much. That is exactly the intention of the podcast. I couldn't have said it better myself. If you email me at elon at satoriprime.com, I will get you your special gift. And if you're out there listening and you'd be willing to leave us an honest review on iTunes, I will read it and then I will send you a personalized gift as well. All right, now on with the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Elon Ferdman here. Another episode of Have It All podcast where we talk about personal development without any of the fluff. Now, today is something very, very unique. We actually got permission from one of our one-on-one clients to release a recording of a live coaching that we did with her, which was incredibly generous. And I'm just humbled and honored that she would have said yes. The reason I even asked was because we had a conversation about parenting that I thought would be massively impactful. We've been getting a ton of messages recently from, uh, from several of you asking about different parenting tips or sharing with us things that you've done with your kids based on the information that you received here and practices that you've taken on. So... I just want to let you guys know that coming down the pike very, very shortly, probably in the next month or two, we will have a parenting product. So if you've ever wanted to know how to raise spiritually conscious, aware, whole children, that is what we're working on behind the scenes. And I wanted to kind of give you like a little bit of a taste. So um, in this, you'll hear me share a bunch of my stories with my kids and, and things that I've learned and put into practice. And I really, I reached out to Diana asking, you know, would you be open to, and, and this was this amazing woman's response. She said, any way that I can help others, um, feel free to do it. And so you get to be a fly on the wall 
uh, for someone that pays us multiple tens of thousands of dollars a year to work with us. And um, yeah, I would love to know what your thoughts are on this, uh, because one of the things that we have been playing around with is uh, to possibly release more of these to give you guys a really good taste of the kind of work that we do here when we're working with people in one-on-one settings. So I uh, would love to get your feedback. As always, Elon at satoriprime.com, or you can just find me on Facebook and pr- private message me would be great. All right. And without further ado, let's uh, dive right into the coaching. Okay. And there's I'm been sure, a I'm lot sure. of action Clear. going on in my heart a lot. Like since yesterday, like my heart was like, just seemed really active went between that and then like feeling almost like a, a lot of energy in it to like at one point because of some interaction I had, there was like a hole in my heart, mm. but it wasn't sad. It was just like, there's just a lot going yeah. on there. Sure. Yeah. Let's I think it just keeps coming back to just, it, it just keeps coming back to honoring whatever level of awareness is there at any given time without the judgment. Right. So we talked about like a um, passive observer versus active observer. Another way of saying that is like a uh, inner critic um, versus inner wisdom, uh, inner witness basically. So it's like one, the one criticizes the other one witnesses. Okay. So it's like, which, which one is viewing at any given time? So even if it feels like there's a hole in the heart, it's like, Oh, that's interesting. I have a hole in my heart. You know, it doesn't, uh, you don't have to add what you think having a hole in your heart means because of what society told sure. you or what your parents told you. Cause it, it may not mean any of those things. Yeah. Right. And if we define it, yeah. And if we, and if we criticize it, which is what we're really saying, we're defining it, but we're really criticizing it. We're saying there's not supposed to be a hole in the heart there. It's like, okay, maybe energy is trying to move through in a certain way. So it's like the moment we start aggregating it into like a certain thing that's happening, then it's like, then there's like one solution to get yourself out of there. Well, if there's a hole in the heart, I got to fill this hole in my heart. It's like, maybe that's not what it wants right now. So it's like, Mm -hmm. what's your ability to just be with what is unfolding and just be the witness. So it's like, oh, cool. I, I noticed like there's something happening in my stomach right now. Cool. See if you can notice it without adding anything to it. There's just something going on in my stomach right now. Mm-hmm. Like be with okay. the fact that there's something in your stomach. Be with the fact that... And if it... Okay, if there's excitement, then cool. Then be with the fact that you feel excited. Be with the fact that you feel sad. And it's like none of those things do we have to keep adding things to. We could just appreciate that we have the capacity to be or feel or have those experiences at any given time, the moment you're appreciative of where you're at is where something else becomes available. It's like, that's where it starts transcending itself. That's what I find anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've been trying to not add meaning just cause not me- meaning's not coming anyways. It's just like, I feel these things and it's not anything in particular that's happening. Just like the nervousness thing. I was like, sure. I don't know. It's just there. Um, but nothing was connecting like it's because of this right now so it's just there nice so tell us about your kids well you know i had sent you guys that message and it just my kids seem to be one of the areas that i really struggle with sitting with so you know i know these are like opportunities but in the moment even if i'm conscious of okay it's it's happening like i'm being triggered like this is an opportunity it's hard for me to just actually sit there and be with it and instead like i react i start yelling or you know i start trying to control the situation i start getting frustrated that they're not listening and um a lot of it's been happening with brayden lately brayden's 6 and like i mentioned in the the message he's very physically aggressive and he's just been that way 
since he was little. And, you know, it's starting to become like an issue in school, but I don't know what to do with, with it. Like, I feel so frustrated by the whole thing because it's not just like, Hey, put your stuff away. Not listening to me. It's like, he's hitting people. He's hitting me and Haley. And I don't know how to sit with that stuff. So Mm. that is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Perfect. I, I have a question for you. How would you rate your overall level of trust forces outside of yourself? That could be God, but that could be to other people too. Mm. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. So give it just like intuitively on a one to 10. Five. You trust people a lot or you're just like, give them a benefit of the doubt or it's like people are just trust unsafe. Keep- People or the universe? Anything outside of yourself. So I would say people, the universe showing up, God supporting you, like whatever, however that resonates. Just five, I guess. Okay. okay. The reason I bring it up, so if he's if he's showing like aggressive pattern type of behavior, he's how old? Six. Six. Okay. A lot of that usually stems from a lack of trust of support outside of oneself. So it's like... okay. It's like it's like claiming your own territory all the time and having like a deep inner belief that the only way to get anything done is through doing it yourself. So Elon and I run this pattern, right? Like the inability to ask for support, inability to feel support even when it's provided. I have to take care of everything myself. I protect other people. So if he if he's like a protective boy of you, that would be an indicator of that too. Or if he um, just as a protector in general of like others part of what might be going on is like he just doesn't trust things outside of himself and maybe that's where something went awry the reason i asked more about you is because i'm i'm generally not curious about doing work on your children i'm generally curious about you doing the work and then seeing how your kids shift because you're teaching them through yourself so yeah okay i was wondering it's just hard to sit with guy yeah it's just hard to sit with like i don't know how to like with the other scenarios that I bring up in the videos, I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, I can sit with this uncomfortable feeling. Like totally. with him, I'm like, eee, it's there. I'm trying, I'm trying. And then it'll just like go off the Richter scale. And then next thing you know, I'm like yelling or like I said, try, mostly trying to control his behavior. Sure. Which I know it doesn't work. You know, it doesn't work. Yeah. And until he's like crying, you know, and at that point, then I'm like, I feel bad. And I'm like trying to, you know, repair and all this stuff. And it's like, it's just, it's frustrating. And the other thing is, I don't know how to protect Haley, you know, cause he's climbing, jumping, kicking, punching her, you know, she's starting to get into this thing where she'll hit him back. And it's just, I don't, it sounds yeah. like a crazy house. Like it's like, no, it sounds like a house. Yeah. It sounds like any house. It sounds like a house. It's we had a uh, different, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You go ahead, please. I was going to say like, it's just different because when I was with my ex-husband, he's very authoritarian, you know? So it was like, this shit kind of did not, this shit did not go on when he was there. Not like this, but he's very much like my way or the highway, do as I say, because I said so, that kind of mentality. Kids should be just do what they're told. They do what they're told mostly. I mean, they still act up with him too, but they, they just like, once they get with me, they're like, woo. Yeah. Like, e- even after the weekends, usually when they come back from him, they will say, we'll say, hi, I love you. Next thing you know, sometimes a fight will break out. And I'm like, 
what the fuck? Yeah. It's okay. Like, all like, what? Yeah. So look, it's like, you know, when you, when you run an aggressive pattern, so that's probably where he's, he's learned the conditioning from, right? A little bit more from his father, but his father probably runs the same pattern. So around his dad, there's like a container, right? It's like our dad runs a really aggressive pattern too. So it's like when we're around our father, I can't out aggressive pattern my dad. <laughs> you know, like he's, yeah, he, okay. he's like, yeah. the, he sourced it, right? So he's like the champion of the world when it comes to aggressive pattern. I might run like a variation of that, but like his energy can contain my energy. And so if you're, if you can't meet him in that pattern, which I'm not saying you should as a way to like cope with this or heal this or any of those things is probably why you're seeing him act out because that container is gone. And then he's like, cool, right? It, it can come out. It's really a matter of, of introducing support from like trust and support from outside systems. Kind of like what we're doing with you guys, right? Like when we keep saying like, notice that there's support, notice that you're safe now because that action comes out of, um, there's like sadness. Like you said, he starts crying, right? So like sadness is in the system and the way he protects himself from the sadness is by being aggressive. So he's not an angry kid. He's actually a sad kid protecting himself through anger. Yeah, he's so sensitive, you guys. Yeah, he's very sensitive to energy. Yeah, and it seems to like, like you said, instead of like him crying, like he just lashes out instead because he's just so. I don't know how to explain it. The the kid's been through definitely some trauma because, like, when I was pregnant with him, like there was that was when a lot of turmoil was going on in my marriage. Yeah. Yeah, and I was. I think I mentioned like I was really stressed and anxious most of my pregnancy and then afterwards. So he was born into that, but he's, he's like the sweetest kid too. Like he's so loving. This is a kid that comes up to me. And when, when I do get upset, he's like, he wants me to hug him, you know, like he wants to kiss and hug and he's very like, loving it's just he didn't then he gets aggressive too yeah. like we've got polar opposite so so notice the gift side of that sorry right i want to get in here too so um so notice the gift side of that right like how he wants to contain you he wants to protect you he's very uh sensitive to other people's needs so there's a really there's a huge gift in this too right i'm not i'm not trying to make this bad either because he's, he's probably very similar to elon and i there's like some merger compensated happening over there there's probably like some aggressive pattern so he's probably like really sensitive but every time something that makes him feel uneasy that he doesn't know how to sit with shows up in the system there's like the overwhelm then he's like oh shit this makes me sad he feels like he's losing connection and then he's like you know the anger starts coming out to try to kind of protect him so this is like my entire childhood we're talking about here basically so my point is like i'm telling you the the one thing that gets to he gets to learn is that there's support for him Okay. And that doesn't just mean like, Hey, look, I'm showing you that I'm supporting you because the system actually doesn't know how to take that in, in those moments. And the kind of the same thing that we're doing with you guys, what you could do is just sit with him and ask him the questions that he's not asking. It's like, Hey, sweetheart, like what's really going on? Like, what are you feeling right now? And I, if you keep asking him like, so why are you feeling that? Or like, what do you think that means? And you just keep having like, in, like investigating with him, you'll privately find that he's sad. If he's sad, that means uh, and he shows you that he's sad, that you won't love him. If you don't love him, that means he won't have connection. If he doesn't have connection, that means he's all alone. If he's all alone, that means like he basically feels like he's dying, right? So it's like sadness equals death is kind of how it feels. So it's like to protect himself from all this cycle, he just gets angry. Mm-hmm. What if guy, I can't, what if he won't sit? Like, what if I try to say, okay, what's going on with you? And he'll, he's just moving around and kind of like, cause sometimes he'll do that. He won't, yeah. he won't look at me. He'll move around. He'll start kind of flailing and just, you know, like yeah. he'll start laughing or something. And I'm like, 
You can't do it. You can't do it when he's in the pattern. Yeah. Okay. There's just no talking to him when he's in the pattern. Like when he's in pattern, it's like maybe you create a rule. It's like, hey, sweetheart, you know, when when there's too much energy and you want to let it out, like here's here's how we do that and creating some structure around that. Maybe it's like he goes to a room and you're like, you can scream your pants off in there. You can punch the pillow because it's how we move the energy in the body. Okay. Like I have a three month old and we were just talking about this Mm -hmm. with friends. There's like certain things that surprise you about babies. And I know you have, you know, they're a little bit older. You probably don't even remember anymore. Like first thing they wake up, they're stretching. It's like five minutes of like stretching exercises, you know, and then it's like kick, 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 move, move, move. Like they're moving energy right away. And, and everything here is, is to support their nervous system from getting overwhelmed by how sensitive that they are. Right. So for children, it's the same thing. But obviously when they're doing it like around the house, breaking things, that's a different different story. So it's like, hey, instead of making it wrong and I got to pull you out of this, it's like, hey, let's find the gift in what you're doing. Let's give it some structure so that it's effective with what you're trying to get out of showing your anger. Because there's, there's again, there's a lot of gifts in, in what he's showing also. And then when he's more placid, those are the moments where you approach him and be like, hey, uh, can we talk about what happened earlier? And if he's like, yeah, then it's like, all right, hey, hey, look, mommy's learning some things too. Like, these are things that I've dealt with. Here's how I work on it. Because if you talk to him about like, hey, here's what you could be doing. The moment you start telling people, giving them advice, what they feel intuitively is that there's something wrong with them. That's why you're telling them these things. But when we talk about ourselves and our own experience, what people hear is like, oh, that's happening with you too. And when you tell them your own story of how you're getting through things they automatically get the lesson that you're trying to give them anyway. It's like, you know, um, mm-hmm. if, if I'm talking about my grandma, you're, you're thinking about your grandma. It's just intuitive. We can't help ourselves, right? Yeah. So it's like the same thing. Like, here's how mommy deals with things when she's angry. Here's how mommy really has realized recently that she doesn't actually feel a lot of support. And every time that happens, here's what I do. I relax. I take a few deep breaths. I notice that I'm actually like supported by my chair. I look around and I see that I'm actually safe, you know, and I start getting reconnected with my body and I start telling my, my heart things like, hey, I love you. I'm here for you. I'm here to take care of you. So like however you want to position that, whether it's like, hey, you imagine I'm there holding you or hugging you. So you know, maybe he doesn't have an adult yet that he's aware of, um, like within himself. And I'm sure Elon could tell you because he's got a million stories like this around his kids. So mm-hmm. okay. um, it doesn't, what's ineffective is telling people how to respond to things, especially when they're in it. Unless they're yeah. uh, inquiring about it. I've definitely been doing that. And yeah. I don't know if I have the right language to tell him what I do because I'm still figuring it out. Like, I, I don't know if I can say I do X, Y, and Z because it's new for me. Like well, I, no, no, I, I'll, gi- I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. So because you know how to do this, you just haven't really like found the words. And one of the greatest gifts for me, obviously having like two little ones. So my daughter's turning six this week, my son seven and a half. So just figuring out ways. I gave up a conversation about two, maybe a little bit longer years ago. Uh, I kind of always had this thought in my head, like I have to wait till they're of this age so that they can understand this. And I was like, fuck that. You know, I'm going to share whatever I'm going to share with them. I'm going to see what they take on. And sometimes it's like nothing, right? And other times, a week, a month, whatever later, they shock the hell out of me. Well, they'll like, tell me exactly what I told. Like they got it to the deepest core. And I'm just like, wow. So Mm -hmm. the one thing I want to let you off the hook is, you'll find ways to explain things. 
And they are so much more in tune with this stuff than adults. Like they live in this world. They just don't have language for the world. So one of the things that I love to do is I kind of like the first time I came back from Columbia. So, and this might happen to you too. It's like, I learned that I could just send out like healing energy with my hand. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I'd really love to keep this up. So it's not this like fleeting once in a year thing where I can actually like hone this in. So I came back, kids were, this was three years ago. So kids were like, you know, three and change and four and change, like really, really young. And I was like, can I show you a magic trick that I learned? And they were like, yeah. I was like, do you know that you can send healing energy through your hands? And then we would go to bed at night and I basically like put my hand on their hearts and I, you know, with all the focus and everything. And now I know like way more about this stuff, but like even then with very, very basic, I would just hold my hand on their heart and then I would have them do it to me also. Cause okay. I was like, how cool for a little kid to know that they have healing powers in their hands. So like now just to bring this forward, every time I get injured, I have two kids running over to me with their hands sending me healing every time. So I just hurt my shoulder. Like every night, like they'll put their hands on my shoulder. They'll send me energy, all of it. They have that ability. Okay. Mm -hmm. The exercise that guy, not that guy took you guys through on Invictus call last time, which is that very basic, like, you know, bring your awareness to here, move it to here, do that. So I did that with both my kids too. I treat everything like, can I show you a superpower that human beings have that no one knows about? And they get like, you know, like kids are like superpowers, magic. Yes. Yes. Like show me because really what you, if you think about it, it kind of is like, it's it's a superpower. It's magic to, to be able to heal your body, to be able to like feel and move energy around and like then actually feel it. So that same thing that he did where he's like, bring your awareness to your hands, but like not with your eyes, just focus on your hands. Do you feel anything there? And they'll be like, I feel tingles. And you can say like, do you feel more warmth? Do you feel this? And I'm like, okay, now bring it all to one hand. Now move it over to the other and see if you can feel how it moves like through the air from one to the other without you bringing your eyes to it. Okay, now move it down to your right toe. Now move it to your left foot, right? And like you just start moving it around the body. And then the end, you're always like, now feel it in your heart. And my son, literally the first time he did this, he was like, Abba, he's he like, so we did the heart thing and he, he felt it open and like vibration and warmth and all this stuff. And afterwards he held out his hand. He's like, Abba, there's electricity going through my hands. Mm-hmm. Now, look, they have gifts like way beyond us because they're still, so at that age. Yeah. they're tapped in. They're like <laughs> connected to source. They don't have all the other garbage that we do. So like now's the time to plant all these things. But if you do it from the place of like, it's fun, it's magic, it's superpowers, et cetera, let me show you the cool stuff that I'm learning. And you can even say like, you're going to be able to do this way better than I am because I'm teaching you this now at six. I didn't learn this till, you know, I'm an adult. So they get really, really excited. Okay. Mm -hmm. You with me so far on this? Yeah. Okay. Now. I also, hold on. I just wanted to point out, I did this with my dad four or five months ago when he was like in the most depressed state ever. And it was the beginning of popping him out of there. He said it was the first time he ever felt his heart in his entire life. He was just, he was blown away by the experience. He started, he started calling us. My brother and I had the best conversation we've ever had with my dad about a week and a half later because of that experience. Yeah. 
it's like you cannot discount the value of this kind of awareness and its impact on people is so pervasive because they don't do anything. There's no action that they need to take other than just increasing presence awareness. And then they watch things shift and suddenly their body is shifting and thoughts are shifting. It's like it blows them away because they're like, what? I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Now, here's the, the thing that's really shifted the most for me. We've made it a game in this house. We, we call it turning it around. Mm-hmm. There's a game in my house called turning it around. And the truth of the matter is like, there's no human being that doesn't get triggered, doesn't get upset, doesn't get angry, doesn't yell, doesn't hit. Like we all do it, right? So if we all do it, like what separates those that are more conscious and evolved than everybody else? And for me, it's always like, how fast are you able to become aware of it? And how fast are you able to transition to a place where you feel love and peace and connection and all that stuff again, right? That's the game. So the game is not like where you're at is bad. The game is like where you're at, that's an opportunity for you to turn it around. Okay? Now, our job, what I consider our job as parents, is to give them tools to create more awareness and give them tools to get themselves into a different state. Okay? That's the game. So now every time my son has his like, so my son's not aggressive. He's more of a rigid. Uh, my daughter's more aggressive. So my son gets like really, really locked in on stuff. And when he gets really locked in on stuff, he gets really annoyed and really frustrated. Like when it's not happening his way. So we've actually learned, and I'll tie this back to like the feeling thing here in a second. He's actually learned different tools to notice, and all I say is not in a bad way, like judging, be like, Shai, are you noticing that you're being rigid? Because when you're in a pattern, you're not there. The pattern is just running the show. So when your son's doing the hitting thing, he's not Brayden anymore. Brayden left. Mm -hmm. A pattern came online. A protective pattern came online. That's it. That's who's operating right now. So the thing is, like, how do we bring their center back? so that they can start making choices, okay? So then the game, like every time they do that, he'll come up to me and be like, dad, I turned it around. How fast was that this time? (laughs) Right, because like over time, it's gotten faster and faster and faster. And I'm like, Shia, that took like 30 seconds. And I point out, I'm like, do you realize that most humans today, based on what you just experienced, that could last them like three days. You did it in 30 seconds. I was like, that's magic. And then you get really excited. Now this is like new game, this new superpower that he gets to develop. So bringing him back to like, are you with me so far in all this? Yeah. Okay. So bringing it back to the the feeling thing, this was like a really, really revolutionary piece for, for my kids. So once they feel the heart, right, you can have them say like, okay, now think of something that like someone that you really, really love. Okay. And feel, feel that in your heart and they'll feel their heart just like you do just really open and, and just ask them like, what do you feel? What do you feel? If you need to just add little things and maybe they don't have language, do you feel vibration? Do you feel warmth? Do you feel it tingling? Do you feel it open? Like give them a little bit of context for what it is. Let them try, but just like you can always add the little pieces, right? Then you say, okay, now I want you to think of a time that you were really upset either with me or with Haley or maybe with your dad or someone at school and notice what's happening. And again, just like notice in your system. Do you notice any contraction in your heart? Is your heart closing up? Do you feel any, anything in your stomach? 
Do you feel anything in your back? Like really have them start to bring awareness to all of this. Okay. Now you can point out like, look, that's what's happening in your system before you get aggressive and hit. Because what you're trying to avoid is that feeling, right? It doesn't feel good when that feels contracted and your heart's all closed, right? And then you're like, okay, now check this out. Now I want you to think again about someone that you really love. And just notice if you can see any shifting in your body. Like notice if there's any ease or any anything changes, right? And so my son immediately was like, wow, like my heart is open and is instantly like as his heart open, all the tension, all the rigidity, all that stuff disappeared. And he opened his eyes with this huge smile. He's like, whoa, that was so cool. Hmm. I was like, yeah, this is what, this is what I work on. This is what I teach, you know, like people that I work with, I'm teaching this to you. Like, I can't imagine where you're going to take this. And he gets so excited because like, wow, dad is sharing something with me that, you know, he shares with these people that he sees like you guys on the computer and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. now when that time happens, right. And I notice the rigid, I'm like shy of what's happening in your heart. Cause he told me like for him, he feels like everything here constricts. So I'm like, what's happening in your heart right now? I'm not telling him to change his behavior. I'm not telling him like what he's doing is bad and that he should be doing this. I'm like shy what's happening in your system, in your heart right now. And he's really aware. He's like, it feels really closed. I'm like, okay, so what do you get to do? I'm like, do you want to breathe together? Do you, do you want me to give you a hug? Like, what do you need? And he'll just sit quietly and he'll breathe. And literally within like 30 seconds, he's completely different. But he gets to own that. That's the beauty. It's like, give him the power to alter his state. First of all, you've just changed the course of this kid's life yeah. forever as an adult. You get that? Like, we all get triggered, but having that tool, what a gift. But second to a kid, when you get to watch it and you're like, oh my God, my six-year-old kid just did that. Like the amount of praise and love and warmth that he's going to feel from you because you're going to be in like in a state of just awe and shock and bewilderment. He's going to be like, that's what I want from mom. Mm-hmm. So now he finds more and more and more opportunities to do that. Now, here's the thing. This could happen overnight. This can happen over the next few months. I don't know because there's a, there's a lot of factors, your energy, his yeah. energy, Ellie's energy, mm-hmm. et cetera. And with all that, it is such a beautiful game to begin to play with them because they will surprise you totally. So, so that's all with him. Does that, you resonate with this? You have any questions, anything about that? My patterns are coming up when you're talking. That's all like, uh, well, I don't know if I could do that. That'll seem phony when I start saying that kind of stuff. Cause I don't talk that way to them and yep. uh, yet stuff like that. It's just yeah, like, you don't talk that way to them yet. Yeah. Look, ben, if you, <laughs> if you, if you could have access to this stuff <laughs> 20 years ago, mm. would you have wanted access to this, these tools 20 years yeah, ago? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Right. Like you love these beings more than anything in the world. Sounding weird, having to try to figure out how to explain to them. That all gets to be part of your process too. It's just like, for me, I always look at it from this perspective. What kind of adult do I want to raise? The aggressive pattern has a gift, right? Honed in. It's one of the most powerful. This, the aggressive pattern is what moves people, inspires people, lead, like moves herds of people, right? So we don't want to like 
beat that out of them because it makes us uncomfortable. And that's the yeah. next piece that I really want to talk about here is, is you. It's like you said this line, you know, it's, there's other things that I can sit with and I'm good. This is really hard to sit with. Okay. So this is what I kind of want to dive into. If, if you're complete, I just want to make sure that that, <clears throat> that stuff with the kids is complete. Yeah. Okay. So here's the and, part that and, I... Re- and, and by the way, just while Elon's talking, notice in your own system where you're invalidating why you can't or what would be difficult about this or might, what might be weird. So just instead of like dealing with the thoughts, cool. So notice it's there. Let's acknowledge that that's just hanging out. That's fine, right? It's like these protectors. Like, hey, that'd be silly if you did that. Are you really a mom? Whatever, whatever is that comes up around it. Notice your system. As Elon's talking about different things, notice when contractions happen. Notice when ease comes into the system. Mm-hmm. Notice when it's like, <gasps> like you kind of like take a deep breath. Like, oh, okay, that's insightful. Like, just notice how your mm-hmm. system is responding to what Elon is sharing. See if you can see not from the mind, but see from like your heart. See from your body. What is my body responding to as Elon is sharing? Right? Like, what's true for me? What's not true for me? Like all that stuff. Just, just start noticing more in your system because that's where the tr- the trust that I think you're looking for. A lot of people are looking for is like, where's this trust? Where's this fucking guidance? Right. But it's like the, the body knows and what we're going to do with you or attempting to do right now. And we'll continue to do as we keep working is to make it very, very clear about what your alignment feels like. Right. So that when you hear the thing, Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I get to do with my kid because that feels really good for me if I do that. Right. So just, just keep checking in. Hi there, my friend. I just wanted to take a quick minute here in case some of you skip these intros on the shows and let you know about our amazing community that's changing people's lives all over the world. It's called The Collective. And if you're thinking, I don't know if this is worth my investment, I thought I'd share just what some of our members have been saying. Take a listen to these reviews. Something about being around you and Guy is magic. I grow more when I'm a part of your tribe. The conversations around love have changed me more than I'm sure I'm even aware of. I ask for answers and half the time, I don't even know what I'm asking for. And then always the perfect thing shows up. I've never felt so free. Another writes, growing stronger and more independent every day, full of self-belief, living in the now, and I am love. I do feel free because I've released what was, surrendered to what is, and I'm excited as to what will be. And lastly, one of the best decisions I've made in a long time was the one I made roughly two weeks ago to begin meditating and connecting with Elon and Guy Ferdman of Satori Prime in their collective. So if you like this podcast and this form of education, I am sure that you will absolutely love the collective. And the best part is we're offering a 14-day free trial for you to just come and check it out. You really have nothing to lose. Once the trial is done, check this out. Your investment is just $9 a month. I mean, that's less than one of those fancy cups of coffee or a glass of wine or beer. So if you head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and invest in yourself, or are you not worth the $9 investment? Look, you can lock this price in right now before we realize it's way too low and crazy and change our minds and bump it up. Again, head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and lock your price in at just 9 a month. We look forward to seeing you on our next collective training. Now on with the show. And, and one other thing that came through with, with Braden is in that conversation, right, to make him aware that there's something that he has been unable to communicate. 
So as he's feeling all the sensations, right? Like he's unaware of what is happening, but it doesn't feel comfortable and he doesn't know what he needs. He doesn't know what kind of support. He doesn't know what love. He doesn't need like someone to listen, etc. So working with like, what is it that you're trying to communicate? Because then you, you know, also what you can give him as, as one of his needs, but just having him conceptually understand that hitting someone is basically communicating something. And is that really what he wants to communicate? Right. Maybe in the moment it's like, I feel overwhelmed or I feel lost or I feel not heard or I feel, and these are things that he's probably will not have language for, but you can just kind of like, throw a few things that you might think it is and be like, does it feel like that? Does it feel like this? Does it feel like that? And then just let him kind of be like, yeah, it does feel like that. Right. Then, you know, and language is really, really powerful. When I read the five personality patterns and then I brought rigid into the conversation. Now we had a distinction for Shia for when he was being like fixed instead of like, Oh, he's being OCD and I get all pissed. I'm like, oh, he's just in this rigid pattern. He doesn't feel safe right now. Then I share that with him. And then I'm like, okay, what's the opposite of rigid? We came up with flexible. So then in the moments, I'm like, Shire, are you choosing to be rigid or are you choosing to be flexible? In conversation, we figured out, like for him, rigid comes when he's like focused on like one detail. But there's a big picture that he's wanting, right? But he gets like locked in on that one fucking detail. So even asking him, and this is stuff that we work together, it's like, what's the big picture? Like, what's the big end result that you actually want? Okay, that. Is this thing right here that you're focusing on helping you get to that big picture right now? And like these little questions, again, think of yourself in a pattern. When you're in a pattern, there's no, you're in a box and there's no getting out. When someone asks a question, it like opens a crack over there where you're like, you see some light and you're like, Hmm, okay, wait a second. And you have a choice, right? Not necessarily that you choose that thing all the time, but like you at least have access to a choice. So that's really what we're trying to give them and then making them choose, having them choose that. Okay. You with me? Mm-hmm. All right. So here's, here's really the piece that I want to get to here, which is you said it's really hard to sit with. So what's in your system that's really hard to sit with? Not lack of control. You, you lose control. I just, I guess. I, I don't even. I don't even know what it is. I just there's there's like it seems like multiple things, but I so overwhelming for my system or something. There's too many things being triggered. That's why it's hard for me to hold because it's like so many things are going on. All right, so so let's just break it down, okay? So like we can even do this right here, right now. So close your eyes. And just find your center. And I want you to bring the event with Brayden and when he was hitting or anything that like you really, really got triggered. Just bring it into your awareness. Mm-hmm. And just walk me through what, what you're feeling. The best way I can describe it is like dancing in my center, like almost like stomping in the middle, like next to my heart, but not my heart. It's like near it, but it's just almost like this stomping feeling. Okay, cool. So be with that. Just witness that and ask that feeling if there's anything that it is wanting to communicate with you at this time. 
I'm not getting anything. Okay. Is there a color that you're seeing? Mm. Color, a shape, a person? It's hard to keep my head out of this one. Like it's just, I, I'm kind of like coming up with things, but it's coming from my head. Okay. Share anything. It's fine. Anything? <laughs> um. <laughs> anything? <laughs> um, I like orange, <laughs> orange, orange. I don't know. It's like so random. It's not, it's coming from my head for sure. I'm like, what color? White. Maybe white. Okay. That there's some maybe white and like gray. Okay. In the middle, like a shadow. Okay. Kind of lo- looking. And you said it, it, it's, does it still feel like stomping? No, it just feels like there is a sort of split in like the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, is it painful? No. It's like stress i feel like tension maybe it's it's almost like in the very middle of my chest it's like a hole Mm -hmm. there's like a hole in the middle of my chest okay and what are you making that hole mean i don't know what it means key (laughs) a lot (laughs) a key (laughs) a door like a key or a door or something mm-hmm. like that. So you're clear that you're avoiding this, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's like, it's hard to, to do any of this work. Like, like last time guy was trying to tap in, it was hard, but I was able to do it on that call that we had. Yeah. And I was, I wanted to talk about that also, but you could so, try to stay with this. Yeah. So stay with this. And here's, here's what I want to offer you. It's all showing itself to you at the perfect time. There is no like, you, it's not like you have to dive in there. If this is what it's showing you right now, and that's what you get to see, then that's all you get to see. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is that as this stuff keeps showing itself to you, right? Like Braden runs around, does something, this part gets highlighted. But you have been avoiding seeing that part, being with that part. When he, when he knows and he will feel that you've healed that part, he will stop acting the way he's acting. Mm-hmm. There, you said like he picks up on energy, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my daughter, Aaliyah, was, I mean, from the time she was like three to five, something like, like crazy manipulative crazy manipulative and I was like okay this is obviously highlighting some stuff for me and I just started doing work on myself I was like I'm not even going to do the work over there and she went from being this like very she was always mommy's girl like I didn't have I don't have like a daddy's girl thing with her like like most daughters but now more than ever she's like so loving and so cute and all this stuff because I stopped judging that part of her. I stopped judging because her manipulating me had me focus on different things for me. Like you're trying to screw me over. You're trying to fuck me. Like you have no respect for me, all this stuff. That's what was coming up for me, which is why I was so reactive to her. 
once I started healing that, those little parts, like, what do you need from me? How can I support you? How can I be there for you? Right? Like you're safe. No one's trying to screw you. Right? Like all those parts that I got to heal and integrate, she stopped being a certain way. So just like he's different around your ex and he's different around you, right? There's different energy things. Mm -hmm. So the place that we always, always, always get to look like the stuff that I shared with you about, you know, conversations to have with him is really, really powerful. And the key component to all of this is you. Yeah. So just continuously to do that work, like in your meditations, bring up those events bring up like him hitting you feeling out of control, all of it. Like you want to be in that sensation often. That's what I wanted to talk to you about guys, because what you did guy last time was super effective for me. Massively changed the evening. It was awesome. Like it went so well when I tried to do it by myself, I had trouble. Like yes. I was able to do, I have something that I listen to that helps guide me with the the body scanning. Mm-hmm. And then when I go to call that back in, it's not as like strong, strong. Like it's yeah. kind of weaker. Yes. And it's not that it's not working. It's just like, it's, it's very weak. Yes. And another thing that happened right now when you were talking, Elon, was when you stopped you guys stop focusing on my feeling. I felt it more. It was like when there were eyes on it, it was like nervous and not wanting to be seen. And then I was able to feel it more when you stopped paying attention. To it. Totally. Yeah. I think with your system, your system has to be met with an authentic open heart or your system just collapses. So if Elon and I get a little bit um, evasive with our energy or our questions, your system probably closes. I think it's like you kind of mentioned that with like group too, like you, you know, one-on-one you feel great doing this kind of work, but you get in groups and it's like, like something like there's something judging the system. So the system starts collapsing on itself a bit. So a few things about the first thing you asked is when you're working with somebody, they're holding a field too, right? Like we have a field, a container, an intention, and that frequency is going to bring things through. It's also like our system is resonating with your systems. And if our system is like felt a specific frequency and we have access there, when you're around us, it's like you get access along with us, right? This is why like group training is actually really important because there's like access to different frequencies as you work with different people. Um, so I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put yourself down. It's like, I worked on it later and I wasn't as sensitive because when I'm with Andrew, I can fly into outer space when I'm with myself. It takes me like with him, I could do that in like three seconds by myself. I need like 30 minutes, you know, just because he's, he's holding a certain type of frequency that allows me to, um, transcend my own awareness essentially. And like anything else, it's like reps, right? I want to remind you, it's just repetition, and practice, we're talking about a subtle space, like it's subtle is in the name, right? So it's, it's very subtle, it's very nuanced. And the more we pay attention to it, the more we start noticing the little subtle effects in the body. That's why I said, even on these coaching calls, it's really good practice. Like, notice how it's shifting, right? We're going from here's the, how you understand these concepts, here's how you understand the psychology, to hey, we're sharing something with you to the best of our ability and what's coming through. And what does your body say about what we're sharing? Not what does your mind say about what we're sharing? Are trying to agree or disagree or understand? It's more like, which part of this can I receive that feels true for me? But if I pay attention to what my system is doing, what parts make me contract? 
What parts make me open? What parts give me more sensation? What parts take away the sensation? When does fear come up? When does sadness come up? Right. And like, and starting to notice those little nuanced things is really what gives you, I don't want to use this word in the way that it's meant mentally, but like it's really presence, but it's like control in the moment, meaning I can be with what's so instead of trying to change this, what's happening right now, because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the discomfort that comes up is what activates the mind, but there's no, nothing wrong with discomfort. There's nothing wrong with you feeling uncomfortable when your son is acting out. Nothing at all. It's totally natural to feel uncomfortable when someone's raging out, you know, like it, it doesn't make us feel safe. What you get to look at is what inside of your system doesn't feel safe when your son's doing that. And that same lack of safety is what you felt when you were a little girl and, you know, your dad or your mom didn't show up for you and you started creating systems of, I don't feel supported. I'm going to go do it myself, which is basically kind of the pattern he seems to be in right now also. Mm -hmm. Does that help with that a little bit? (laughs) Yeah, it's a a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot going on because I'm trying to also pay attention to what's going on inside and it's like very active around yes. this area. There's a lot going on right now. Here's what I can tell you. With everything we've ever done, it's kind of this motto. You get what you get, you don't what you don't at any mm-hmm. given time. And Elon and I will probably say these things 50 times. And on the 51st time, for whatever reason on that day, whether it's we meet you energetically in the right way or you hear it the right way, or there's some circumstance that you're really like, hey, I'm ready to really let go and work on this it'll just sound different and it'll feel different. And that day you'll get gain clarity that you will seem sudden, like a sudden enlightenment that suddenly happens. So it's again, just giving yourself patience and time to be with. It's okay to not fully understand you get as mm-hmm. much you can work with as much as you can work with. I also wouldn't invalidate you. Like you, you said, um, well, I want to work with him, but I don't feel like I have a good grasp on this. Whatever grasp you have, is more than anything he's worked with before, and that's already helpful for him. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't validate your experiences to be like, well, when I reach this arbitrary level that I've magically set for myself, and everything is peaceful, and I'm great, and I know exactly how to articulate everything, then I'll go talk to him. You know, because that could be a year from now or two years from now, where it's like just having any conversation with him where he finds out it's okay to be like this. And if he has a desire to be more effective as the energy is moving through, like here are some things that you might start working with him on, right? And maybe it's just like uh, you sit in the chair and you're quiet for five minutes and you see how you feel. Let's see if that makes a difference. You know, maybe it's having the conversation with him. Maybe it's being like, hey, here's what mommy does. Like whatever feels good right now, that would be the next step. Okay. If I were to boil this down to this, you know, does losing control, is that the thing that you think frustrates you the most yeah probably because i feel like that my opposite is to try to control things right away like that's my solution is controlling and how's that work i'm terrible doesn't work at all like but i keep doing it it does not work at all it's the exact opposite that's the crazy part right like we want to control we want to do this but here's the thing your the way you control actually triggers their stop trying to control me response. And then you just like doing all that. So just really great to notice like, okay, in those moments, you know that if you operate this way, you already know what kind of results that gets to produce, right? 
Mm-hmm. So really, I believe like what, what I'm feeling the most is this piece that feels like you're out of control. And feeling out of control for you is really, really scary, which is beautiful because you're going to work through this experientially on many, many levels in Colombia. So there's going to be a lot of expansion there. And for now, that's the practice. It's bring yourself into situations in your meditation. Just feel, bring any circumstance that you felt out of control with your kids, with a lover, at work, anything, in a car, when you were young. Just feel the sensation of being out of control, okay? As an adult in a safe environment. That's the key, right? Like you're in a safe, you're in your office, you're at home, you're meditating, like check in that you're safe and then bring this through. Because right now the issue is that the system, the second it goes into out of control mode, like I lost control, it has a slew of protection mechanisms that it automatically sends out. So the more that you're able to be with out of control, the more all those systems get to calm down. Right now, like those systems are set to the most sensitive setting. So the second you even feel it, they're like high alert at 11, emergency, everything goes, right? Mm -hmm. The more the system calms down and it's like, okay, I'm not out of control, right? Like, and just tune in, like I'm safe. Okay, my kids are safe. They might be yelling, they might be hitting, but I haven't lost control. Like we're all safe. And this, and it just keeps feeding on this new resource and new energy. It's going to come to a point, Diana, where like they're going to be doing these things and you're not even going to feel anymore in the system, the lack of control. You're just going to be like, that's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. It's no longer going to trigger that. So right now, if you look at it from that perspective, like they're highlighting for you aspects of yourself where you feel out of control. By the way, awesome to even share with them. Right, like, look, what what I've started to realize is that when this happens, this is what gets triggered inside of me. I feel like I've totally lost control, and I get scared when I feel like I'm I'm not in control. Just see what opens up. Like, they will surprise you, right? Like you said, he's super intuitive and very uh, reads your energy and emotions, right? So it's like, mommy gets scared when this happens because I feel like I've lost control. And I'm sorry that sometimes I yell and I do these things. It's because like internally I, I'm fighting to get back control. And I realize that when I'm doing that, it's actually making you more and more frustrated, more and more upset. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that anymore. That's not the relationship I want with you. I want to show up as a loving parent. I want to be there for you. I want us to have fun. I want us to laugh. I want us to play. Is that what you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do want that, mom. Okay, so would you, will you play this new game with me and, and see what we get to figure out together? Right? Like you get him on your team. And for yep. you, hon, like that's the, that's the medicine. It's giving up control and being okay in that state of giving up control. It wasn't safe when you were young mm-hmm. to not be in control. That's the, that's the thing that, that got kicked up. I also want to remind you that children think you're infallible, that you have all the answers, that you know everything that's going on, that you have it all figured out. Yep. So it's like they, when they don't feel like they're living to those standards, 
they feel like they're upsetting mom, they're upsetting dad, right? Like they're not, they're not being what they're supposed to be. Then there are all these protection come online, but it's like humanizing yourself, not just to your children, but to everybody around you is probably one of the most powerful things ever. I would offer that most people haven't, aren't human at all. They, they keep trying to become not that. They keep trying to go out, you know, like, let me join a spirit. Let me go here. Let me, no, no, no. They actually haven't even claimed their humanity yet enough to feel what it's like to truly be human. So it's like to humanize yourself to your children, I think levels the playing field and gives them access to come and ask for support from you, which is really what every parent wants to do anyway, right? Just support their children to be the best that they could possibly be. I think it makes that process a lot easier. So for them to know, it's like, hey, mommy deals with this too. Mommy gets angry sometimes. And here's, I'm learning new ways because I've done it the same way for a really long time. And it really hasn't worked me. So here's the new way that I'm approaching it. Is that something that you guys want to try to do with me? Cool. Yeah. Right? Like, everything could be a game, like Elon said. Yeah. And you can say, I'm learning too. You know, like every day I'm getting a little bit better with this. Mm-hmm. You really don't need to have all the answers right away. You don't need to have all the answers ever. 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 Yeah. Ever. Don't mistake Elon Mind's experience or wisdom for the fact that we know anything. It's this is an ever-changing, very fluid thing that we're going through. We just kind of gave up that we need to know. That we need to know why circumstances are unfolding the way that they're unfolding, why we feel the way that we feel right now. And it, and it's fun. Again, it's fun to like do the philosophy, like, oh, there's that energy in the planet. Oh, Mercury's fucking spinning the wrong way today. Like <laughs> you know, like all, all that stuff is is fun and it's like and kind of ridiculous at the same time. It's like talking about a fantasy movie and trying to turn it into a reality. Is it interesting? Sure. If it aligns with you, awesome. Like, believe it. Like, I don't have any issue if you think that Mercury is is affecting you. Sometimes I think it does. Sometimes I don't give a shit, you know? And so it's like, w- what works for you now? But it's like, it's always being in that play. And that's what children are. It's like, they're always playing with stories. Their imagination is just this very fluid experience of like, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this. But when they look at adults, they see rigid structures. They go, oh, I must be doing it wrong. I need to become rigid. I have to know. It needs to be solid. There's a lane to stay in. And it's like all of us who've played that game for as long as we have with whatever adult is on the planet, we see that that's like pain, frustration. We don't feel safe. There's no connection there. And yet we keep going down that lane looking for those answers and they're not there. And the funny part is the more we give that up, the more we find that thing that we've been looking for is all those things. Control is an illusion, babe. Hmm. Yeah. If you want control, give up control. Yeah. Throw the oars. You have, you know that, like, I don't know if you ever heard Abraham Hanks. It's like that description of human beings where we get into a rowboat on a river and we're just like rowing, rowing, rowing up the stream, up the stream. Just like, I got to get up there. I got to get up there. Rowing, rowing, like, don't, uh, so hard. And then what happens? You fall asleep. The river takes you where it wants to take you. And then you wake up like, oh no, I'm not supposed to be here. And you're like rowing, 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 rowing. She's like, throw the fucking oars. Just throw the oars. Like it, it's you're 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 fighting a losing battle. So when you're in that place, right? It's like, what would it take for me? And for you, it's not like from zero to ten. It's like, what would it take for me to give up this little bit of control and feel safe? Next step, like baby step this thing. This is not like short circuit the system and go from like this to that. It's literally like find the moment. The next time it's like, wow, I gave that up and let, let me see how that turned out. Oh, that was still safe. Okay, that was good. Okay, next. Mm-hmm. Step by step by step. So with them is perfect. 
But there's a lot of conversations that you can have in the meantime as you're going through the process that will make the process much easier for you because you got teammates versus like opponents that you're playing with. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Look, they want at the end of the day, mommy to be happy because they know that when mommy's happy, they get to be happy, right? Like it, it, it feeds, there's an energy, right? If you're stressed and upset and anxious and this and that, like that's the kind of household. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're always talking about like, you know, like they'll come down here and they'll, they'll want me to play in this and that. I'm be like, look, one of two things are going to happen. You're going to either be here and it's going to take me a lot longer to do the things that I'm doing, which what do we want? All right. We want more playtime. So if you go upstairs and give me time and let me just really, really focus, then I get to be upstairs. We get to be present and then we get to play for longer. So which you want and just let them choose. Sometimes they choose one. Sometimes they choose the other, but like, I'm not, I'm not like pissed by what they choose, right? They get to make their own choices and those choices create certain outcomes and, and circumstances. The thing that, that is really important is if you say like, this is going to be the consequence or this is going to be the thing. If da, 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 that you honor that, like you don't compromise and negotiate. And like, my wife loves to renegotiate. I'm like, you don't fucking negotiate. Like, this is what you said. This is what it is. Because if you negotiate now you've trained them like, okay, well, it's not, that's not the final answer. There's always like, if we nudge a little bit more, we get this. Yeah. They're really smart, like really smart. Mm-hmm. They know the buttons. They know how to get everything. Last little piece I want to know. Yeah, go ahead. Please. Go ahead, Dan. What do you think about that? Like how you said your wife does that. I do that too. Does it not even matter as long as I just continue, just do this work, all the stuff that I've done that way, it won't matter anymore because they'll feel like they, they're getting what they need and connected because I'm like, that's kind of going on like, Oh, well I've done all those things for years, you know, where I've renegotiated and I've tried to become more firm now, but it's like, it was, sometimes it works. Sometimes they're like, Oh, yeah, well, we, we know. Yeah. But you've been trying to become firm from a place there that you're not firm. You, you, mm-hmm. that being firm is not from an aligned state. Being firm was like a protection mechanism and a, and a pattern coming through where it's like, I don't feel safe. So I'm just going to get like really, eh but it mm-hmm. comes off forced and fake and not legitimate, right? Because yeah. it's not from that place. When you become more grounded, when you become more centered, when you become more in your alignment, then things come from that alignment. Then it's like, it's clear cut. It's like, well, mom's there. Mom's serious. Mom's here. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think that'll naturally show itself to you. I don't think that you need to even focus on that for now. It really is just like having the beginning conversations with them. And then for you, meditation gets to be on feeling safe when you don't feel in control. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my, my felt sense is <clears throat> it really is a conversation around personal trust and support. Cause I think that's like the, the merging pattern that's here, which is like the youngest mm-hmm. pattern. So for, for that, to be healed, so to speak, right? Like to fill in those holes. This is all about you starting to honor your needs. It's been a really, really long time, right? Like if I was telling you, there's two things I would ask you to to focus on is what are my needs? 
again, you may, you may actually have to make a list of this. You may have to go look up the definition of needs. Mm-hmm. You may have actually forgotten what that means. And then like, look for opportunities to fulfill on your needs first. Don't, even, don't put the kids first. Put you first. Fulfill yeah. on you, then go take care of needs. That's why Elon said like, when your needs, when you're not full and you come to your kids and you're like, hey, mommy said do this. There's no, the energy behind it is already, there's no ground it's standing on. It's very, it's like, there's like a wishy-washiness to it, right? Because it's like, you're not yeah. full, you're not in your alignment when you're saying that. So their systems pick up on inauthenticity, they respond to that, so on and so forth. So first thing is like, I think so much of what we talk about, it's like, it takes some time to reintroduce that to the system and make that okay. Cause it's like, we've been told that that's very selfish. So that's the first thing. And just, just, you get to play with that. You don't need to know the answers for that. It's like, what are my needs? Am I taking care of myself? That's like my mind, body, soul. Okay. Uh, second thing is, is like recontextualizing the conversation around kids from these are my kids. Think about how, how people talk about their kids. I own you. If I own you, that means you're in my control you abide to me, which means I need to break you to be in obedience with myself. No kid comes here to be a slave, but we've enslaved our children basically, right? This is not you. This is like how we've been taught this is how we were raised. It's like through obedience, child rearing was about breaking the child. If they didn't, you know, right? Like there was no, we didn't have opinions. It was like, you do my way or the highway. That was our generation, right? So Mm -hmm. now we feel like there's like a new energy shift here where the children get to not be seen as things to become obedience, but there are growth partners. They came here to help us heal. And the same things that they came here to have an experience with, we're here to reflect back to them to help them heal. So if you're looking at your children, you're like, this is my growth partner. And what they're acting right now is an opportunity for me to grow. What are they trying to show me? Not what do I need to fix over there? What is my son trying to show me when he's angry? Yep. What's going on in my system that's making me uneasy about him showing up that way? Okay. That, that's, so those are like the two, two areas I would really, really focus on right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I want to remind you again, you don't need to know the answer. Because <laughs> your system gets like, like it has to know. Like just that, you know, look at that, that you don't have to know that. It really is a fluid process and it's going to constantly change. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, 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 I get it. And then like a week later, it's going to change a little bit more, right? It's going to become something else. And like this truths keep coming in in different ways. But the moment you trying to find the one right answer, you close off to all the other ways that things can show up for you. And there's so many different ways that it can show up for you. So just like be open that like the universe is going to keep feeding you wisdom through experience as long as you just stay open. Totally. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. I'm just smiling because this is like, I don't know, what is this, like week four or five? And it's like crazy. <laughs> I, I don't get to talk about the positives, but there have been so many. So we, 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 see, we feel that, yeah. And, and, I wanna, and I want to remind you again, like you're coming to Columbia, the medicine's working, it's showing you all the things. And this is what medicine is, excels at, is moving people through mm-hmm. this kind of exactly stuff you're talking about. So it's like, I'm not saying, hey, let's wait. Like we can do the work. And then when we get there, the medicine can take it to a whole different level. So it's like, let's not wait to be like, all right, well, in two months from now, we'll get to that. Like let's do the work. <laughs> yeah. We'll pop it off. And then like, it'll show you a whole new world around surrender and freedom and how to approach things and all these really beautiful things. Um, and it's not a coincidence, right? It's totally. Like, it's, it's showing up to be healed, but you got to see it to heal it. Totally. Brilliant yeah. work. Yeah. You're doing great. Thank you. Love you, Diana. So much. Love you guys so much. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye.
All right, my friends. So uh, that took you on a on a ride of sorts, I hope. And uh, I really hope that you gained a tremendous amount of value into understanding how you can operate with your kids in a very, very different way than I think most adults and even books and videos will tell you that you can or should be acting with your children. Um, I can tell you that this is the kind of information that, that has people feel more peace, uh, more ease with their children, and then ultimately has their children just behave in, in ways that are unimaginable to them. So I really hope you got that from here. And uh, as always, if you haven't checked it out yet and you're a new listener, you should definitely come check out The Collective. You can do so by going to satoriprime.com forward slash collective. You can check it out for 14 days for free. And afterwards, it's just nine bucks a month. And it's an amazing opportunity to connect with us deeper and start working on these practices with accountability and community and things like that. So uh, definitely come check it out. It's toryprime.com forward slash collective. All right. And uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on this. You like this. You didn't like this. You want more of this. You hate this. And if Diana, you're listening, thank you for being the angel and allowing us to release this. It means the world. So hope you guys have a wonderful week and we'll talk soon. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. Like I said, you can even try it for free for the next 14 days. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us. You can have them for just $9 a month. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash the collective. And as always, we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show. So if you head to iTunes and leave us a review right now, you could actually be next week's lucky winner. And lastly, if you do want to connect with Guy and I, head to Facebook right now, join our personal development without the fluff private group, ask for permission. There's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well. And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.